The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. On the line now, I've got Karina Chapman, who is an author and conscious connection expert. We've spoken to her a few times about better relationships. But um, today, the topic is about trying to move on from bad relationships, from exes. And this is something that people, I think, struggle with at times, and they sort of carry previous relationships on. So, Karina, thanks for being on the program. Thanks for having me, Mitchell. So, what do you do uh, in this situation where you've left a bad relationship, you want to move on with your life, but I think the issue is some people carry those feelings into a new relationship. You're absolutely right. And what happens is because we are so focused on what we don't want, which is what we had in the last relationship, that that's exactly what we do tra- attract to ourselves in the new relationship. So, we find ourselves repeating the same patterns and having the same problems. So one of the things you've suggested is to write sort of like a letter, um, a cathartic letter in a way to your ex and uh, just getting all that information out there on paper, but you don't actually deliver it, you burn it. Exactly. Yes, what you want to put in the letter is all of your feelings that are negative because you'd want to separate them from yourself and move forward from that. So it's like a symbolic thing to write out how you feel, how they made you feel, how you didn't want to have this ever again, and that's not what you're having for your future. And then by burning it, it's like releasing that energy out into the universe and taking a different path. It's amazing to think of that process, but uh, I do see it as advice for a number of other things. If you've got problems in life, for example, get them down on paper and then burn it or throw it away or shred it or whatever. And I'm told that it is quite a a relieving feeling when you do that. That's right. People don't realise how many emotions and feelings that they hold within themselves. And then that really sabotages you from being able to move forward in whatever area you are in life. So if you're looking to attract a new relationship, If you're still hanging on to the old, then it makes sense that that's what you're going to attract again. And one of the other things you say is you have to work on becoming whole again first. And I suppose before you can start to look at other relationships, you've got to be in a good frame of mind yourself. Exactly right. And it's being able to take away the emotion and looking at the past relationships to say, what is it that I've learned from this? What has this taught me? What will I not have again? Or what aspects were good? Because not everything is bad in past relationships, but just some things are deal breakers that don't work. So being aware of your own core values and deal breaking sort of things like, you know, if you want children and they don't, then that could be a deal deal breaker for any relationship. And you you say you've got to really grow that self-worth and confidence, and I suppose that's easier said than done, but I suppose confidence, particularly around those conversations around, you know, you say whether or not you want to have children, that's quite a big one, and you've got to come into that confidently, I suppose, to be able to assert your position on it. Exactly, and you've got to be clear on what your position is first. So if you're not clear on what your core values are, what the most important things are to you, as well as, you know, what it is that you want to attract, then you can't grow confidence. Once you're clear then you feel more confident and have clarity on what the right person or the wrong person might be and be able to recognise them earlier, which is really important. How do people find that confidence? Because it can be hard for people, particularly if you've had a rough patch and there's maybe not that many great people in your life, to sort of rise above that, I'd imagine, would be quite difficult. 
Well, you know, surprisingly, Mitchell, confidence is a behaviour. So you can act confidently because it's a behaviour. You don't have to be confident, but you can act it. And by doing that, it actually does increase and you become braver. So you take small risks at first. For example, maybe just a smile to a stranger that, that isn't risking a lot, but if they smile back or say hello, it gives you a good feeling. You think, oh, maybe I'll smile at the next person. Mm. and I'll get a positive response. So it's just that small risks that increase your confidence and you can move forward easier and become braver. And one of the things you've alluded to, and I think we've had this conversation before, is you've got to be quite clear about uh, who you want to attract because, uh, yeah, there are a lot of people out there, aren't there? And I suppose for some people, some things are deal breakers and other things aren't. Exactly. And even at different times of your life, you can have different deal breakers. You know, when you're earlier in life, you might have different things that are more important to you. And perhaps 20 years later, maybe in your 40s, 50s, you realise that what was important in your 20s doesn't actually rate now. There's other things that you've put onto your importance list because of what you've learned from past relationships. And you also talk about taking risks. And again, I suppose risk-taking is a behaviour and you've got to be able to take calculated risks. But yeah, some people, particularly if you've been burnt before, you want to stay safe. That's right. So that's why I really say take small risks. You know, go out and do maybe a new hobby that you've always wanted to and meet new people. Small, safe risks where you can meet new people in a safe environment that have got similar core values to yourself is easy to do whereas if you're jumping into something where you're going to meet someone well not even overseas these days interstate that you haven't met before then that can be a big risk so that's not what you want to start with just take small ones meet new people locally and you know really be clear on what your core values are and what it is that's going to help you to move forward well that all sounds great um, what's your final tip, I suppose, to people that are listening to this today? This has resonated with them and they want to get out there and start to improve their situation today. The best thing that I could say would be to examine what beliefs that you have around dating and relationships. So, for example, if you believe that there's no good men or women left out there, then that's what you find. Mm. So that's a limiting belief that's sabotaging you from finding love. So really have a look at what are my current beliefs? Do I believe that I'm worthy of love? Do I believe I'm ready for love? And do I have clarity on what it is that I want? And, you know, if you answer yes to all of those, you can move forward and change those limiting beliefs to something that serves you instead of sabotages. Thought-provoking stuff. Look, thanks so much for being on the program. Once again, really appreciate it. You're welcome, Mitchell. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Karina Chapman with us there, who is a conscious connection expert, telling us about how you can sort of leave the past behind and move on, which maybe some people might be looking to do post the COVID lockdown situation in that sort of summery environment when you can actually go out and maybe start new things and meet exciting new people. The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11. Or search for Mitchell's front page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram or wherever you get your podcasts.